This is the Big K Morning Show. Larry Richard with Marty Griffin, and we welcome Pittsburgh Mayor Ed Ganey to our studios. Again, Mayor, thanks for coming in. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, Marty. Hey, man, um, a lot of people say, why the hell do you do this? Why do you come in here face-to-face? There are other politicians, Sarah and Amarado, who will not come on the show, ever. Why do you think it's important to be here, sir? So, Marty, I think— Not picking on Sarah, just telling you the truth. Mm Mm-hmm. I think for me it's important to come on the show because you do have an audience. And you have an audience that a lot of them I grew up with, right? So I understand, you know, where they come from, how they see things. And also so, you know a lot of them have moved out of the city, um, but also know a lot of them are where they used to be in life when they was in the city before they begin to grow in their careers and the families and things like that. So, you know, I, I come up with a lot of them. Um, so I do have an obligation to come here and talk about some of the things that are happening in the city. And when it comes to cultural awareness of the city, there's no question you still have a lot of listeners that listen to KDKA. Um, you know, but there's a, so I, I just don't want to speak to one audience. Right. I want to speak to all audiences. So this provides me an opportunity to reach that audience that I know I came up with. I know how they see things. I know how they feel the whole nine. And it gives me a chance to talk about the city. What do you think is something that people misunderstand about you that you you hear out there and you go, wait a minute. Is there a particular issue that people come at you with that you go, you're not getting this? No, you know, I love the city. I love the city. So I understood, Larry, before I even took this job that there was going to be a perception of one who I am. Um, There was going to be a perception of what the city was based on how people seen it yesterday. And you've heard me say before that this is no longer my mom and my granddaddy's or my grandmama's uh, downtown area or city. So the biggest perception is they got to understand, I love this city. And I, and we've proven it as an administration by the things that we've done. You know, the reduction in homicide by 27%, coming in after a pandemic, knowing that we were going to have an increase in homicides in this city. And the national average for reduction of homicides is 13%. What I, you've heard me and Marty go at over and over was mm-hmm. downtown and how we deal with downtown. And I said, just give us an opportunity. There's no microwave meals in this business. And downtown is better now. Never said perfect. You know that. But what we said, we continue to improve the overall quality of life in downtown in this city. The numbers don't lie. We've done that. It was just if there's any perception of me that's negative is that I didn't care. And that just wasn't true. I inherited a great deal, and I'm not, and I didn't run from that. I didn't blame the previous administration. You know, people saying, "Hey, they want to make it difficult for you to even succeed in this region." The whole now, y'all have heard the stories. Right. We didn't run from that. What I had told people is, give us an opportunity to establish ourselves. We had a budget that wasn't ours that we had to work off of, but when it was our budget, we would put our investments in the right areas to grow this city and make it the safest, welcoming, and thriving city in America. And we've started that process. So uh, on a personal level, because I hear this all the time, whenever you speak, no matter what you do, they don't like you because you're black. And uh, you know this is true. And they don't like the way you might say Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. So they, they make you they make you someone who they, they categorize as ignorant by the way you say a word. Yeah. And what they're doing is expressing their racism. How do you fight through that, sir? I don't, I don't fight through it. I don't I pay attention to it. Because here's the it doesn't It doesn't bother you. No, it doesn't. Here, Marty, I grew up in this city. Right. You, you don't think I know about racism in this right, city? Right. I, you know, I know all about racism in this city. But what I also know is if that you were brought up in a way that makes you racist, then what can I do to change that? There's nothing I can do, and I can't go out of my way to change that. 
What I have to do is stay focused on how we make the city safe, welcoming, and thriving. I've grown up with a lot of races. I know, you know, hey, I know people that's never had a black person, Latino person, LGBTQIA person in their home. Right. Have never had it. Have right. grown up a certain way their whole life to look down on people of a different color right. or who they love. I get it. I grew up with those people. But I can't change them. What I could do is say I want to make this a city for all. Right. That's how I fight it. I fight it by making it a more inclusive city. So, you know, there was something on your page, Marty, where they saying Eddie doesn't believe in diversity because his staff is black. That's just not true. Right. We got black, white, young, old, LGBTQIA, straight. We have them all because the more diverse the administration, the better the outcome. Hey, man, I got a text right now from a judge. Uh-huh. Ganey has committed police resources to our south side, and it's helped. That's from a judge. I appreciate that. So, Thank so you. there are people in power that see results from what you've done. Are you, are you uplifted by that, sir? Yeah, I'm uplifted by it, but we got to go, keep going to go get it. Right. We got to stay focused. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm always appreciative, but I can't never let myself get comfortable. I come from a neighborhood where we don't believe in comfortability. We could never be comfortable. I come from a neighborhood where moms, 80% single moms, they had to go get it every single day right. to take care of their families. Right. So they could never be comfortable. They had to continue to grow. And if we want to see this city grow, then I cannot be comfortable. We have to continue to work with our police and community to make it safe. We have to become more international and global economy to ensure that everybody that come here feel that the culture here is they feel like this is home. Pittsburgh is our home. And I'm happy about that. And if they want to play on words, money, like you said, that's racism. Right. I don't got time to play on words. What I got to play on is results. If I focused on what everybody is saying, we would not be able to improve this city. Hey, man. The numbers do that. I know big-time developers who don't like you at all. I know. And can we right? Right. get – do you have a few more minutes, Please, he's here to the bottom. We'd like to have you answer that. He wants to stay through lunch, man. But I got <laughs> – uh, you, you have gotten universal praise for your – Selection of police chief, mm -hmm. Larry Scarato. Thank you. And I know he's known Marty for a long time, and yep. I've gotten to know him. He seems like number one quality person. Top notch. So we'll talk more with Pittsburgh Mayor Ed Ganey about the development yeah. of Pittsburgh mm -hmm. next. <laughs> we continue our conversation with Pittsburgh Mayor Ed Ganey in studio, and I do want to give a shout-out to Olga George, who Love is her. with us, a co her. colleague of us. Ours for many years at KDK TV. We've had many fights over the years, her and I. Look at you now, Olga. <laughs> I love working this woman. with the mayor. She knows it, too. She knows I love her because she's a fighter, <laughs> man. Hey, she beat cancer three times. Amen. Yeah, she's a warrior. Amen. So, so, so let's to get you. to it, Mayor. The players in this town, mm -hmm. the developers, mm -hmm. they don't like you at all. Because mm -hmm. they say he won't let us do anything unless we put so much affordable housing into the building and if we do that, we can't make any money because they'll only give us a million bucks instead of $30 million. Fair or unfair? It's definitely unfair. We've had a whole season where we've had a lot of market rate units, and I never said I was against market rate units. I'm not saying that I'm against market rate units. We've had a season of a whole lot of market rate units going up and a reduction in population. We have not stabilized neighborhoods which have an impact on this city. What stabilized neighborhoods is affordability. Affordability is not projects. So we need to get that notion out of people's mind that when we talk about affordable housing, we're talking about project living. We're not. We're talking about an area, area median income between 20 and 80 percent. And the ability to be able to ensure that we stabilize these neighborhoods is that we have to have for sale, 
affordable units and we have to have rental that's affordable. We know growing up, you grew up in this city, right. that if you have a stabilized neighborhood, it's affordable. And if it's affordable, you're going to have neighbors that know each other. It's a safety situation. And at the end of the day, if you're coming to me to ask me for subsidy, I shouldn't be able to ask you for something. But you know the developers are saying under your plan they can't make money, so screw it. I'm not doing this. Well, you know it. You we, know it. Well, you know, at the end of the day, we got City Edge done. We got um, flats, on, flats on forward or forward on flats done. We've got the Bethel. We, we got Bedford Dwellings done. We got a couple more projects. We got SETI's Edge done. We got a couple other projects that we're getting done. We just we went to the state. That you got 17 pro- buildings downtown close to foreclosure uh-huh. because of issues with lack of development. Mm-hmm. Can you turn that around? Yeah, we, we just asked the state for $35 million to help with our conversion plan. The three million, three million, and three million from the city, county, and state worked. I was seed money. We've went back to ask for thirty-five million from the state, and if they do a statewide pop, because it's not just the city, right? right? It's the whole, it's the whole Commonwealth that is saying, "Listen, we got to reimagine what our downtown looks like." I just came from the U.S. Conference of Mayors, right? And the biggest conversation we had down there was, "How are we going to turn our cities around?" Right on. The reality is, we was up on a lot of them because we already started addressing the conversion, the the DPW and. Um, the street cleaning, the ambassadors. We started to de- deal with police and the businesses down there. So we're a little bit up on them. We have to figure out how we're going to repurpose our parks and continue to grow. But the reality is if you're asking me for some, I need help from developers to stabilize this neighborhood. And it's not that we're against market rate. What we're saying is we want affordability and, pro- and, housing, and housing development plans. There's nothing wrong with, I, with us asking for that. It's about growing this city, and I'm committed to that. What about the plans for abandoned homes that are in neighborhoods that could help? Seven to 10,000. Put people on the tax rolls, give them, you know, opportunities for first home buyers, affordability. And we're we're taking a look at that. First, we had to be able to get the law changed at the state level to be able to move the properties from our land bank into for, for eight years previous, previous right. to us, we didn't move one piece. Not, not one, one Larry. Parcel. He's right. In not eight one years. Parcel. In eight nope. years, we came in. the law. We, we worked with Wayne Fontana to get, excuse me, Senator Wayne Fontana to get the law changed. We got 20 moving right now. 20 Sold in that. two years. Sold that. We got 20. So when people say that we're not getting them back on the tax rolls, we had to figure out what was wrong coming in. And changing that state law was a big issue. We got that changed, and now we're moving the projects forward. 20 coming out of the land bank. So, yeah, I agree we had a lot of property, but at the end of the day, if you can't move, what you going to do? Right. The ability to be able to move now. I don't think we get people are aware out. of that. Yeah, I know, right? But the, the ability that we got 20 now out of the land bank demonstrates that we did our due diligence in ensuring that what we're going to do was complete and that we wasn't doing it haphazardly, that we were doing it in a structural, organized way, and we got 20 coming out of the land bank. So i got to ask him this before we run out of time. It's important. I am not sandbagging him on this. There are investigators from the DA's office mm-hmm. asking questions about you and the actions of your office, uh, whether they're inappropriate and or possibly illegal. Does that concern you, sir? Not at all, because we haven't done anything. You know that. We haven't done nothing. The end, the end of the day, we know what this is about. And, you know, again, what I can't about, focus sir? on What is I'm it about, sir? Focus on that. I'm, what I'm going to focus on is growing this city to make this city the most safe, welcoming, and thriving city in America. That's the bottom line. You think it's personal? I think that we're going to continue to focus on making this <laughs> the most safe, welcoming, and thriving city in America. I can only control what I can control. And I can guarantee you, since I've came in here, we've done everything that we're supposed to buy the book to grow this city. I've come on here and talked to everybody about what's going on, and we will continue to do that. We will continue to stay focused. My job is to grow this region, not worry about the the the, the distractions that can come up. We talked about racism. We talked about this. We talked about other things. 
Marty, if I focused on all this, I couldn't have done nothing to move the city forward. Do you like being mayor? I love being Do mayor. You? I love being mayor. I love it. I mean, um, does your I love, let like... me put it like this. I love the city. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be who I am without the city, Marty. And I come from a very diverse background. Right. You know that. I'm, I'm, my family's from the Hill. Right. I was born in South Oakland. Right. You know, I went to Dilworth, went to Holy Rosary, right. went to Central Catholic, graduated from Peabody High School. So I know this city well. And I know a lot, you know this, I know a lot of people in this city right. because of the diversity. So I'm very proud of this city. I'm very proud even in our history of segregation and being siloed and the racism that we just talked about. That's a part of every city. It's who we are. It's our legacy. That don't mean I got to hate the city because we're fighting to make this a city for all. That's the, that's the, that's what we, that's what we're dealing with. And that's, you know, it's not new to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not new to me. It's not like I haven't faced these challenges growing up, faced these challenges in my career, but it doesn't mean this is who we have to be. We don't have to be this. We could be better. And my job as mayor is to make sure that every day I get up, I make this a city where everybody feels safe, welcoming, and has the ability to thrive. I'm not worried about the racism. I'm not worried about people who don't like me because for whatever reason, I can't worry about that. I'm worried about the people that says, listen, I want this city to grow up, not just grow old. And in that, we will make this the safest city in America with your help. It's what I said to you and Marty a minute ago. No matter what other city I go to, you know, the, the pride of that city is they're not going to let nobody talk about it. Right. They're going to fight that. Here, there's a percentage that likes to dump on the city because they done moved to the suburbs. You know, they live in the suburbs now. But I remember when they lived in the city and what their life was like. You right, understand right, what right, I'm right. saying? Sure. I remember. Let's be honest. Sure. I remember quite well what their life was like. But now they done grew up. They done moved into the <laughs> suburbs, bought a nice home. They better than the city. How can you be better with raised you? By the way, Larry's but, wife just sent me a text. I love the mayor. He's spot on. Cindy Richard. Thank She's you. an Thank Oakland you. girl. Okay, yeah. So she knows South Oakland. She huh? knows South she Oakland. South Oakland. And right. South Oakland had a whole lot of stories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Pittsburgh Mayor Ed Ganey, mm -hmm. thank you for Thanks, coming man. out. I appreciate it. And again, you know, I, I've always told you quarterly I'll come on um, and we'll go over anything. We you know, and I, and I also, um, yeah, <laughs> all right, that's cool. She's looking at you, man. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 we He's the man. We appreciate yeah, you coming I appreciate you. Truly. Appreciate you. you know, he does, folks, you. he responds. Others don't. Yes, sir. And our own Susie Cool, newest member of the KDK News team, is with us. <laughs> Hello. This is the cool <laughs> scoop. So, <laughs> hello. Um, I just want to start this off by saying, yeah. it was not fake. The axe throwing was real, Marty. Crap from women tell me it's not fake. Oh, Marty, I swear. So, Larry, she's throwing this silly axe. I saw in one of those mm -hmm. silly axe bars down in my hometown. I was born in Millville. Mm -hmm. We didn't have axe throwing then. So you see the well, axe. Now you do. Someone axed her to throw an axe. She throws the axe, cuts away. No, no, no! It was a, it was the entire video. No, man. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. I think it was staged and fake, Lair. I promise you, it was not. She hit the bullseye. There were Whoop plenty of times where I did not hit the bullseye. Okay. So it's it actually this place looks pretty big. It's humongous. They have I, I would say probably twenty lanes. It's like being at a bowling alley. Uh, Except they, you're drunk throwing an axe, it could kill you. Yeah, it could get a little dicey. It could get a little dicey. I hope that doesn't happen. So, where is this in Millville? 
goodness. I it, I will say <laughs> it is it is a little like on a back street yeah. a little bit and has a parking lot behind the actual building. Okay. Um, but <laughs> what is really cool about the Lumberjacks in Millville is it also has curling. So Lumberjacks has three locations: one in Mount Lebo, one Solid. in Cranberry, yep. and one in Millville. The one in Millville has curling from November until May. And let me tell you, I thought I was bad at axe throwing, and then I went and did curling, and I was worse right, so at curling. So curling, like lifting weights curling, like curls. No, if it was lifting weights curling, I'd be I'd be good. Oh. It was, you know, the ice curling. The oh, that sport. silly Olympic sport where they blow on the stupid thing. It was it was so heavy. I saw you and one of our account execs. <laughs> yes, Amanda. Dragged her out. She apparently took a curling class in 2017. She did not. Yes, she did for two months. She needs Jesus. And she she was pretty good. <laughs> Come on, man. She was pretty good. She did not need a coach two for either. Months. Yeah, she actually hit the bullseye in the axe throwing before I did. Wow. So this place <laughs> is open and ready to roll. It's open and ready to roll. If you want to do curling, you only have until May. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot going on, though, in Pittsburgh. Valentine's Day is coming up, so if you're looking to book something special for your sweetie, I was just on the Gateway Clipper yesterday. They have two Valentine's Day cruises. Larry. Larry. Larry, do you want to go out on the Got Gateway his wife Clipper? a damn snowman lamp for Your Christmas. Your ticket includes the boat ride. It includes the dinner. It is a cash He got bar. his wife a book for her 60th birthday. A book. Okay. Yeah. It was a good book. I mean, was it a book that she wanted? It's this life story of August Wilson, somebody I knew personally. It was a book that on the front spelled B-O-R-I-N-G. Boring. Oh, I I'm don't just believe saying, that. I'm sure it was. I'm sure your wife wanted it. No. No, well, she, she, she got it. And she got it. <laughs> She and she's gonna book. she's gonna read it and she's gonna love it and no. she's not gonna think it's boring. No, it's a paperweight. Um, so we have the Gateway Clipper, those Valentine's cruises coming up, and then today I'm actually going to two bars. Whoa. Um, that are I know that's my afternoon. It's really tough living wow. my life. The so I'm going to Cadence and Cellar Speakeasy, aka Marty's. Yeah, little party. Yeah, little party. And then I'm also going to St. Clair Social because they have Valentine's drinks and specials coming up. So I will be highlighting those coming oh. up soon on my Sweet Sips and Sites, and I'm really excited about it. I can wow. see that. <laughs> Larry's like, what kind of Thursday are you having at KDK Radio? I thought you were in the news department. Oh, wow. Well, news, lifestyle, sports, you really murder mysteries. You upset that PETA man yesterday. No, I did not. The captive I, wildlife come on, Larry. advocacy specialist. Come on, Larry. Well, honestly, Alex Baldwin. First of all, can we go over his name? <laughs> what? The actor. Uh, <laughs> you interviewed the actor, and now he's in PETA. Yeah, now he's in PETA. No, he was actually really sweet uh -huh. and here, here's what he said yeah Punxsutawney phil is not a meteorologist and he deserves to live his life naturally outdoors in a reputable sanctuary rather than be trapped around in a library and dragged out in public every year for what tourism and we're hearing from people that work at the library saying it's not that bad but we did talk to fair weatherman mm -hmm. jeff lundy from the Punxsutawney Groundhog What did you Club. say he was, Larry? A poop? What? What? Is, what um, a punjab. What the yeah, hell's that? Yeah, I that's also was big, con that's confused a, about that. I mean, it's like a big, big deal. Really? He was the president. Punjab. You he, never heard that. He, I thought he was the vice president. He was Whoa. president, wow. vice No, vice president. Use okay. that. Go okay, ahead. Yeah, go yeah, with I, it. I used that in my rap. No, I was, you're good. I, I got to go record Here's it. Here's the beauty of that. They won't care. <laughs> yeah. But I can tell you firsthand, they take good care of Phil. Okay. I got a friend. And, and he did say Phil really enjoys his life. I believe it. If he's being taken care of, he's being held, he's being fed, what's wrong with that? Frankly, I, I got the best attorney I know, Phil DeLacente, saying I could replace Punxsutawney Phil. 
He could be our Phil. I would determine whether or not I see my shadow. You know, he's right. Put Phil in the Four Seasons Hotel. He comes out in the morning in his robe. In his robe. If he sees his shadow, bam, done. We have some drinks, go home. Well, they want to replace Phil with a coin. Yes. Oh. But they've. whenever I was talking to Alex Baldwin, not Alec Baldwin, <laughs> he was telling me <laughs> that they've come up with a number of different ways. Like, right. they've tried to sell this to the Groundhog Committee. Yeah. Or community, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, they wanted a robot a, a do- one year. Yeah, a dozen times. And come I'm like, on, when do we give up? What is the next thing? And These I, are the people that think that lobsters have feelings. One of my questions was, I, w- I did ask, you know, people do get emotional attachments to things. So would this actually be better, like beneficial for people that have an emotional attachment to Phil if something I does love- happen to him? Well, they need Jesus too. I if you have Phil. an emotional attachment to that ugly rat. Well, some people think he's a sweet, sweet little ugly rat. I love, Larry? I love Phil. Did Phil ever gnaw on you, buddy? To no. try? No, I would, I'm not dumb. I would get my... Have you held? Anywhere near have you held Phil? I've touched Phil. See, Larry rubbed wow. Phil. I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intrigued. I will say, groundhogs have disgusting teeth. I've shot them with oh. a shotgun. Oh, that's nice. I'm just telling you. You're trying to make friends. They're good eating, man. <laughs> Pito is definitely not going to be happy with Marty today. <laughs> oh my goodness, he's so cute. Picture there, with Phil. But were you not allowed to hold him? I didn't want to. They they would, he bites oh. sometimes if he's offended. If he's a little, and in, in this uneasy. case, yeah. So he's cool. I don't know. I feel like if Marty was around Phil, <laughs> Phil would Phil would be going. Like, Phil crazy. the attorney or Phil the groundhog? <laughs> Honestly, either or. Susie, cool, <laughs> cool scoop. How do we find you? You can follow bar. me on what do you mean, Twitter how do you find or Instagram. <laughs> at Go to the Suze damn bar. <laughs> Go ahead. You can follow me on Instagram <laughs> or Twitter at Suzkewl, S-U-Z-K-E-W-L, or I guess at the bar. Thanks, Marty. All right. Sure, just Thanks, trying to Susie. Help, God bless you. Now you're welcome to my pain. <laughs> Coming up 10 until 2, it's the Paul Zeiss Radio Broadcast, followed by Rick Dayton, 2 to 6 this afternoon. Download the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Take us with you anywhere you go. Well, Marty, before we leave, I'm going to leave you with this. Yeah, yeah. Just thinking about the cities, there's a new ranking that'll make your skin crawl. Chicago earns top marks for the most bug-infested city in the country for the fourth year in a row. Orkin's new ranking puts New York City at number two, with a 17% surge in complaints here about bedbugs in 2023. Philadelphia, Cleveland, Akron, and Los Angeles round out the top five. Moving up the list, Greensboro, North Carolina, it jumped 25 spots in the last year, to settle in at 20th overall. And French officials are blaming New Yorkers for an uptick in bedbugs there during Paris Fashion Week. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News, New You ever York. experienced that? Who the hell counts bedbugs? Like, <laughs> who's that guy? You know what I'm saying, brother? Samantha, do you ever encounter bedbugs in your life experience? I have not, but I have had lice. I've had... Uh, I lived in a house in college with 14 guys. We had a whole lot of crabs. And it <laughs> now. I'm just. Now. I'm just telling you. And it wasn't the type that you order at Joe's Stone Crab in Florida. Oh, Marty. I'm just telling you, man. Life life with 14 guys gets. Dicey. Dicey, brother. There you go. Yeah. On that note. But no bed bugs. <laughs> 